You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. God's promises to Abraham. What exactly do they mean to non-Jews? What are the promises given to Abraham? What do they mean to Christians and Arabs who recognize Abraham as an important part of their faith? We examine the scriptures. In this video, we're going to be looking at the importance of God's promises to Abraham, the father of many nations. Now, to fully understand the significance of Abraham, we really need to understand his position with the Almighty God. His name was Abraham before he changed his name to Abraham. And we first read about Abraham in Genesis chapter 11. This is after the flood of Genesis, which we read of in Genesis 6 through to 9. And before we read of Joseph, Genesis 37 through to Genesis 50, who was before Moses and the Exodus, which many of us have heard of. Abraham is known by many as the father of many nations. To truly understand the significance of Abraham's life, we need to realise that he lived approximately 4,000 years ago. That's 2,000 years before Jesus Christ walked the earth. And yet the promises that God made to him are relevant to each and every one of us today. Abraham was originally from Ur in the land of Mesopotamia, in the southeast area of modern-day Iraq, which has also been known as Babylon. He was not an Israeli, but he was known as a Hebrew, one who has crossed over, perhaps referring to when he had to cross the Euphrates from Mesopotamia. God appeared to Abraham when he was still living in Ur. See Acts chapter 7 and verse 2 to 5, where Stephen, a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, is speaking about him. Here, Stephen is being accused of the Jews. And so in defence of himself and his belief in the Lord Jesus Christ in the fulfilment of the promises to Abraham, he says the following in verse 2. And he said, Men, brethren and fathers, hearken. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Charon. And he said unto him, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and come into the land which I shall show thee. Then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans, and dwelt in Charon, and from thence, when his father was dead, he moved him into his land, wherein ye now dwell. And he gave him none inheritance in it, no, no, not so much as to set foot on, yet he promised that he would give it to him for a possession, and to his seed after him, when as yet he had no child. And God spake on this wise, that his seed should sojourn in a strange land, and that they should bring them into bondage, and entreat them evil four hundred years, and the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God, and after that they shall come forth and serve me in this place. And so bearing this in mind, let's cross-reference this with Genesis chapter 11. 
Genesis chapter 11 and verse 31 and 32. Here we read that, Ab that Terah took Abraham his son, and Lot the son of Haran his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abraham's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldeals to go to the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were two hundred and five years. And Terah died in Haran. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, to a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Verse 4. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abraham was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. From Ur of the Chaldeals there was a stop in Haran for Abraham, but the destination of God's choosing was always going to be the land of Canaan, which we know as today as modern-day Israel, including Gaza and the West Bank. Now Abraham obeyed God, he leaves the land of idolatry, and he leaves all that and his wealth behind. Now such was the impact of Abraham's life on many, many millions of people. It is recorded in the New Testament by the Apostle Paul in Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 8 and 9. We read these words. By faith, Abraham, when he was called out to go into a place which he should after therefore receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. What a fascinating couple of verses we have before us here. Look at the key words there. Faith, received for an inheritance, obeyed, land of promise, heirs with him, the same promise. All positive words about things that Abraham was to receive. We know there, don't we, that Isaac is Abraham's son. Jacob is Abraham's grandson. And it's incidental that Jacob's name was changed by God to Israel. And it is from Jacob, who had 12 sons, that we get the 12 tribes of Israel, which modern-day Israel owes its roots to today. And so it's important for us to go back to Genesis to understand the promises made to Abraham and how they have affected modern-day events today. So let's do that then. Let's go to Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 7, to read of the origin of these promises. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that curse thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him. 
and Lot went with him, and Abraham was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that came that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place Shechem, unto the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was there in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So just what have we learnt from these verses? Well, we see there from verse 2 that he would become a great nation. And again, his name would be great and he would become a blessing. Verse 3, God would bless those who blessed him and curse those who cursed him. Again in verse 3, in Abraham, and this is very important, all families of the earth would be blessed. Not just Abraham's children, but all families of the earth would be blessed in Abraham. And then in verses 5 to 7, the land of Canaan will be given to Abraham and his family. Something which at the moment he has not received. He died not having received that promise. Now an important point of note, and it's quite remarkable, is that at the time of these promises, the time that God made these promises to Abraham, Abraham and Sarah, his wife, had not been able to have any children. She had been barren. And Abraham's age at this point was about 75 years old, and his wife Sarah, approximately 10 years younger, at 65. So let's now turn our attention to Genesis chapter 13 and verse 14 to 17 where it is recorded for us of God speaking again to Abraham about these promises. Genesis chapter 13 and verse 14 And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes and look to the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed for ever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. We saw there, didn't we, in verse 14, lift up now thine eyes, look north, south, east and west. Everything that he could see in that circumference would be his for a possession. Verse 15, For all the land which thou seest to thee, Abraham, will I, God, give it, and to thy seed for ever. An important point there is that it is God's land. It is not man's land. It belongs to God and he can give it to whoever he will. Other interesting points we note there uh, in verse 16, for example, Abraham's descendants would be very many. Abraham is to walk through the land through from God's instruction to the promised land, for he will give it unto thee. So it's a land that is a land of promise. Forever, we read in verse 15. So generally speaking, God makes another promise to Abraham. 
But Abraham says in chapter 15 and verse 2, I go childless. And then something remarkable happens in chapter 15 and verse 4. The Lord says this, referring to Abraham's steward, shall not be thine heir. So Abraham pleads, let my son Ishmael be the receiver of the promises. But God said, this shall not be the case, but it shall be thy son who is born to thy wife, Sarah. God says to Abraham, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. The promise of a son to be delivered by Abraham's wife, Sarah. And this again is related to the promise. God brings Abraham outside to view the expanse of the heavens and again speaks of the promises and his working in Abraham's life. Genesis chapter 15 and verse 7, he says, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit it. The, th the key thing to note through all this, and this is why, one reason why Abraham has been revered by so many throughout the ages, is Abraham's belief and obedience. Two things which the Lord God demands of those who are going to follow him. God is a loving and gracious God and acknowledges the godly path of his servant that he is trying to walk by assessing Abraham as being a righteous man. Genesis chapter 15 and verse 6. In Genesis chapter 17, God is faithful and appears to Abraham again. The time for the promised son to be named by God had come. Abraham and Sarah are well past childbearing age at this point. Abraham's 99, turning nearly 100, and Sarah is over 90 years old. Now once again in Genesis chapter 17, we have the promises of God to Abraham reiterated and expanded upon. Let's go in at verse 1 of chapter 17. And when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thy multiply thee exceedingly and Abraham fell to his face and God talked with him saying as for me behold my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations neither shall thy name any more be called Abram but thy name shall be Abraham for a father of many nations have I made thee and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. Now many things are familiar to us as we read through these things, aren't they? But we also find that God continues to expand. 
The same thing is said to Abraham and Sarah. There would be royalty within the family, that descendants from them, therefore a kingdom would be established. Kings shall come out of thee. To have a king, you have to have a kingdom to rule. Kings of people shall be of her, God declares. Now if we take a look at Genesis chapter 22 verse 16 through to 18, we read of a time when Isaac has been born to Abraham, the promised son. And Abraham had been asked to offer Isaac as a burnt offering, as a test of faith. Now after that, and in relation to it, the Lord God says these words. By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice these promises from the almighty god to abraham are certainly good news they are a gospel message a good news message for abraham and his family and a foundation for a gospel message for us today because we can become related to these promises through Abraham. It, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 11, we read these words. These all died in faith, Abraham, Sarah, the faithful, all those listed in Hebrews 11, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and they were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Continuing in verse 39 we read these words and all these those in Hebrews 11 have obtained a good report through faith received not the promise God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. Now again we turn our attention to the Apostle Paul Speaking to the Galatians in the New Testament, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 14 reads, The blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, the non-Jews that is, not of the family tree of Abraham, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So the question needs to be asked, how can we be associated with the promises that God made to Abraham? Although we don't have to be part of the Abrahamic race or, or tribes, there is a way that we can inherit those promises that God made to Abraham. Paul explains it here in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 27. And it's to do with the Lord Jesus Christ. For as many of you as have been baptised into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That is how the Gentiles can be part of these wonderful promises that God has made to Abraham and his descendants. 
so let's then remind ourselves of these wonderful promises that we can be partakers of if we are associated in baptism with the Lord Jesus Christ and therefore we become Abraham's seed part of that wonderful promise those promises that Abraham would become a great nation his name would be great and he would become a blessing God would bless those who blessed him and curse those who cursed him and that has been proven throughout history in Abraham all the families of the earth would be blessed which includes us the Gentiles the non-Jews and finally the land of Canaan will be given to Abraham as promised and his family his descendants for an everlasting possession for the faithful those who are faithful and believe the attributes of Abraham expressed in reality and so the 12 tribes of Israel will occupy the land as we know as Israel now as promised by the Almighty God for an everlasting possession and we too can be part of that wonderful promise as we have seen if we are baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and associated with Abraham and the seed and the promise made to him thank you for listening Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org if you enjoyed the episode then please share it with others until next time may god bless you in your studies and your walk towards god's kingdom amen